9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Go Plug Yourself. Uh, I just want to let you guys know, Just for Laughs is happening. It's back in full force. Uh, just like many of the other festivals going on in Montreal right now, Just for Laughs returns. It uh, starts basically Wednesday, July 13th, which is probably already in the past and runs all the way till Sunday, July 31st. There's a ton of amazing comedians, as, as we try to do every year. Uh, we're actually going to be talking to a bunch of them with mini episodes of Go Plug Yourself. And uh, so go on, head on out to the festival, uh, go to hahaha.com to check out tickets, and uh, listen to this amazing interview with a Just for Laughs performer. Two, one, hit it. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. I'm uh, thankful that I'm in the air conditioning as we're coming into a weird heat wave here in Montreal. So I'm sure if you're are you are you in New York right now still? I am. I'm in New York. So you're probably getting around the same weather as us. I'm betting. So. But yeah, it's been nuts here. It's like it's been. Fucking insane. Just, yeah. Oh, sorry. Am I not allowed to swear? No, you're, you're totally allowed to swear. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. we're we're right. like we're it, like we're recording this to and we do like these little like uh, mini mini episodes of our podcast. So it's a podcast, so you can swear all you want. The internet is full of swearing. It's okay. Oh, great! <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, no, I, I saw my the whole body relax. There you that. go. Exactly. That's it. We don't need to worry about swearing whatsoever. No, I saw the headline this morning that like there's forest fires in the UK of all places, and I was like, the rainiest place in the world has forest fires. So, what chance does the rest of the world oh, have? I don't God. know. <laughs> Honestly, I was calling my friend because you know um, there was bad news in the comedy community this week, and mm-hmm. um, and I called a friend to check in with him, and I was like, hey, I just wanted to see how you're doing, and then. Uh, I hadn't talked to him in a while, and, you know, he mentioned that at the end of our call. And I said, yeah, but I call when, you know, a tragedy happens, and that's every month now, so it's enough. You know, like, and we just got off the phone, we were like, talk to you next tragedy. It's like there's bad news every day. I can't even go online anymore. Yeah, it's so sad. I mean, well, I was going to – that's a good, I guess, segue into um, to try to take – I guess a little bit of positivity out of the tragedy because one of the things you're doing at this year's Just for Laughs, in addition to all your shows, uh, you're going to be doing a live recording of Find Your Beach with your husband, and that that spawned yeah. out of a tragedy ultimately, right? Because that was that that kicked off when you guys were quarantining. Us getting married? Well, that, um, maybe it triggered another tragedy. I don't know. I'm I, I can't I can't say that I, I yeah I can't talk bad about any of that stuff i'm i've been i'm the the poster kid for a long i've been happily with my wife for 14 years so i every, every, i know everyone so you're it's, it's so gross when you're like everyone's like oh like we see you guys on instagram and it's gross and, and happy and you're like yeah sorry about that i apologize i don't mean to look i know with my wife i know there's nothing nothing upsets people more than a happy couple <laughs> yeah, you're just you're always just waiting for the other you're the other shoe to drop. But uh, but I guess I mean, like I said talk talking about tragedies and all that stuff. Just doing doing the podcast. Uh, how 
how like I've been asked, talking to a lot of obviously comedians coming to town for the festival, so on and so forth. How this is the first festival back after? Well, I mean, I say after COVID as though it's over. It's just like it's not. Uh, but it's still like the first year. The f- <laughs> it's still the first year that yeah, the festival. Yeah, we're is- done with it. Yeah, exactly. We're ju- we're just over it. Like like we didn't even get over COVID, and we're just like, now nah, we're two years was long enough. It's it's it, we'll just deal with it now. Yeah. Um, but I was wondering how yeah. how did that affect your your overall like process, right? Like because you're um, obviously like you were coming up <laughs> in the comedy world, star rising mm-hmm. star. And then you're like, hey, how about uh, <laughs> we shut down, stop touring, stop doing live comedy? How did that? Uh, how did how did that hit? How did you deal with that? Well, I mean, it was it was the kind of news where the moment that it hit, like when I first learned about that we were going to be pausing production. You know, we were we were shooting um, a Netflix. Uh, competition, like a stand-up competition series, mm-hmm. and uh, and they were they paused production on that, and I thought, okay, well, that's at least like kind of a relief just to kind of take some time off because yeah. it felt like I had been just going, 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 and um, and so once that happened, I went, okay, great, like I can I can chill for a minute, and we'll be back in three weeks. And no big deal. And it's really funny when you listen to the earlier episodes of the podcast, because we started it on the first day of quarantine, we're literally saying everything that we were thinking at that time and how misguided it's such a time capsule of a podcast because you really have just the the initial kind of um, feeling of, well, we're all in this together. This is all happening at the same time. Right. And sure, we can't see our friends, but the the, the novelty of and and the forced cooperation of something like that, mm-hmm. there is something about it that creates um, a sense of community. So you have that, you know. Mm-hmm. And we so we're going through all of that, and and then the cabin fever sets in, <laughs> and we were like, okay, you know, how much longer? And then the frustration and, and eventually leading to just the, okay, let's try to make this work however we can. So were you- and we came back to New York. Um, what's up? No, I, I was just saying, so you guys were both on the, uh, on, on the, the, the optimistic train of it's a few weeks. Cause I was going to say my, my wife and I, my, my wife was like, Oh, I'll, I'll gladly work on the kitchen table. I'll like, I'll set up my little laptop here. And I was like, babe, this is going to be for months. Like, I'm like, you need a, you need like a real desk to work at. She's like, no, no, no. Like, so she was on the, I was like, so you and Andy were both on the optimistic side of it. It was like, oh, this is just a little temporary pause. I I, I was immediately like, this is months. I was very much, yeah, I, I remember Andy showing me an article on the plane, um, in January or maybe it was January. It was early, maybe December. He was like the first. Uh, rumblings of like what was happening over in China and right. he showed me the article and he was like this is going to be global yeah and I went no it's not I was like you're so you're such a trauma porn addict and I, <laughs> I can't listen to you and um and then it, it happens and he was right and so I I think when it actually happened we both went into denial and we were like 
it's going to be fine. Like no big deal. We'll, we'll just, uh, we'll be fine. You know? Yeah. And I don't know if it was optimistic or if it was just denial. (laughs) Honestly, when I, whenever I am optimistic, it's generally in the same Venn diagram of denial. Like the two are sort of combined for me (laughs) because I am a naturally pessimistic person. So when I start talking optimistically, I, I'm like, okay, something's going on that I'm not acknowledging. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we just kind of, you know, we made it work. Like I did, I ended up doing my special and it was like a year and a half into the pandemic. It was mm-hmm. like right before the vaccine, um, which would have been great to have waited uh, for the actual vaccine. But didn't know how soon it was going to be here. So (laughs) we had plans to do it in Nashville and we shot it in Nashville and we, we got it out and it's on comedy central YouTube. And, you know, it was like, it was, I think I had a total of six dates to prep my hour and everything leading up to that was like, park shows or running it at um the comedy cellar which was the comedy cellar was doing like shows that were outside like kind of outside basically like all the windows and doors were open yeah. and the comedians were in a glass box yeah i saw i saw some and, foot, um, pictures of that it looked it looked it looked so insane <laughs> but like that's it's it is what it is it, it was, was like insane. you're, you're making you're making the best of the situation but you like look at it and you're like what is like if you look at that photo i think like 20 or 30 so years insane. from now you're gonna be like what was happening <laughs> like <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean it's like it's like trying to make the best out of a I mean, you're literally tap dancing in a wildfire. You're mm-hmm. just, there's, you're so clueless. And it, all of it felt so insane and so clueless as to like what was actually happening around us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it literally made you go, oh, we're so close to, com- like, stand up is truly so close to just mental illness. I mean, it really is just like, <laughs> like one pandemic away from just being a mental illness. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, but we made it work, you know, and I, I did this special and, um, by the time the pandemic had sort of died down a bit, Mm -hmm. um, and we were all vaccinated and things were turning on again, I had the special to release. So it was, it was honestly the weirdest time. And I, you know, how did you make it work? I mean, I, I worked. I don't know if it was, I don't even know if it was making it work. Like, that's what I mean. When, mm-hmm. when you see those, those, uh, pictures of us at the cellar, you're like, is this making it work <laughs> or is this just forcing it to, right. you know? Um, so I wanted yeah. to ask you real quick about the, uh, the shows you have, the, the shows coming up from July 26th to the 30th. Uh, you're going to be at Cafe Cleopatra. I don't know if you've ever been there before. But it's a it's a wild venue. You're on top of a a strip club. Uh, it's 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 mm-hmm. a it's a great Perfect. it's a great spot. Honestly, it's a, a bunch bunch of the local guys uh, produce there all the time. It's just a it's it's one of the best I think like vibes in the city in terms of like a, a, a like a 
nice intimate venue um but so that, that's going to be all new material yeah is i was that, looking at pictures thing? of it i was like it's so beautiful yeah no there's all these like ornate like i said like when i say like a strip club but it's like a strip club like from olden times if that makes any sense it's not like a, yeah it's not like a i'm not saying it's not cd but like it has all the like like ornate woodwork and like sculptures in the walls and stuff it's very very cool um but you know but i wanted to ask if it was yeah. like if this is uh, like all new material that that's going to come out so this is going to be uh new for you is that is that right am i did i understand that correctly about this material that's going to be coming that is out correct so this is this is and that this, is correct we're going to be one of the first audiences that get to see all of this also among yeah. among the yeah, first you among are the first. It's, <laughs> yeah yeah it's um I mean, yeah, I, I feel like uh, everything that, well, yeah, I guess it would have to be because it's been, yeah, everything is brand new. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I feel like I'm a little nervous because obviously with any new material, you're like, um, how's this going to all fit together and how's this, how's this going to be received? And, um, you know, a, a lot of my my first hour was like, biographical and right. kind of introducing myself. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would strongly recommend, I mean, obviously I want people to watch the special anyway, but I would, <laughs> I would recommend that people go check it out before they come see this hour, because there's so much of this that builds off of the last hour. Okay. Um, you know, the, the first hour was really kind of an introduction to me and to my sense of humor and to my background. And, and now I'm just kind of, it's really freeing to be like, I got all that stuff out of the way. Right. And, and that was why I did it. I just wanted to, I wanted to start over. I was like, nothing's going to be the same mm -hmm. after this, after the pandemic, I got married during the pandemic. I went through the pandemic. I lived through it. Yeah. There's, uh, so much, all the questions that came about from being, uh, you know, sort of shut down for two years. And, and the questions that you have about your life and where it's going and what you want to do next and what direction you want to take things in all of those, that whole struggle is kind of like in this hour. Mm -hmm. And, um, the question of, do I want to have kids? And especially do I want them now? Like <laughs> with the, with everything that's going on, like why would I, and all of, you know, um, all of that is in it. And right. so I'm, I'm very curious to, to try it out in Montreal. I'm so excited for people to see it. And, um, I hope that it's something that people really relate to because, <laughs> you know, I've always been a dark comic. Um, but this is, uh, you know, we, we're living in dark times right yeah, now. So. Exactly. That's it. You're not, you're so no, like, like you're no longer the a pessimistic like voice. You're now just a realistic voice, right? Like that's the, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just like, Oh no, like it's not dark at all. This is just day to day. This is reality. <clears throat> Uh, I'm I'm looking yeah, forward to it. So for it yeah, so just to just to say it, I guess basically, if Whiskey Fists was like looking back and introducing you, this is going to be looking forward and and kind of figuring out what's next, right? Yeah, and kind of like I would say that it's um, I don't know if it's what if, if it's what's next. I would say that because comedy is so you know um, temporary, right? Uh, and of the moment, I would I would say that it's. What now? What you now? Know? Yeah, I think it's a, a lot of it, it is asking the question of what now, and uh, and it's kind of 
I'm, it's just me dealing with that question, you know? Um, I've been in therapy for a long time, and I know a lot of people that have started therapy in the last two years are, are learning a lot about themselves, and mm-hmm. I've kind of, I had kind of the opposite reaction. Like, when the pandemic happened, I was like, you know, I, I've been saying for years that everything good was going to be taken away from me. And look at what happened. Yeah. You know, I, I called up my therapist like I told you. Yeah, you know? exactly. I so, knew this was coming. I knew we were just, everything was going to shut down. That. Everything was going to end. Yeah, what I tell you? Can I get some money back? Like, <laughs> exactly. you were you were telling you therapy. I'm sure I I guarantee you that conversation repeated thousands of times with therapists. Like you you were telling me I had nothing to worry about. You liar! That was just that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, right. Uh, I mean, I feel like if you've been working through something with your therapist that they've been telling you is a lie from your childhood. And then it ends up all coming true. You should get a refund. Absolutely. At least, you know? <laughs> I agree with that. Um, Rosebud, I'll, I'll let you go. I know you probably have a bun- bunch of calls lined up. I can't wait to see you at the festival. And uh, have a great afternoon. I'm so psyched. Thank you for having me. Have a I'll good talk one. To, I'll see you then. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey there, loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits. Um, Thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, If you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a budget for marketing or fancy Facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street. Uh, We really have to rely on word of mouth, which uh, basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, Please uh, share it, link it, uh, tell your friends about it. Say, hey, there's this show called Go Plug Yourself. They talk to Montrealers or people that have stuff going on in Montreal or uh, just people that have stuff to uh, promote that we kind of care about. We can we can go outside of Montreal if we want to. Um, yeah, so just tell tell people about the show. It's a, it's a fun show. We, we like doing it a lot. We've done it for over 200 episodes, and it's in large part thanks to support from uh, people like you. Um, if you want to support the show at all, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash 9to5cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way. It really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part. We're really not trying to make a profit on this. Um, and also, if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show, you can uh, contact us either on Facebook or on Twitter. There's a bunch of ways to find us uh, and uh, and let us know. And if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out, maybe you can be the next person who uh, comes on the show and uh, plugs something a big thank you as always to leland beckman and oral turpitude who provided our theme songs and of course a thank you to uh all of the hosts that we have on the show uh walter j ling who is technically retired but still sometimes hosts uh christopher vendito Lawrence corber and uh, ines anaya uh all are all amazing co-hosts and you should support them and their comedy and uh and all of that uh thank you for listening thank you for choosing go blog yourself uh as one of your from the millions of podcasts and have a beautiful day Thank you. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.